pound sign thought nuggets. It's Christmas once again in San Diego. There is not a chance that it will snow. Welcome back to Thought Nuggets. I am Taylor, and unfortunately, Mary is not here at the current moment. Um, she had to do a couple things, so I'm going to be recording solo tonight. Um, and this is a special series uh, that we've been doing. It's our 12 days um, of preparation, essentially, before Christmas. So it's our 12-day extravaganza of um, 12 podcasts for 12 straight days, which is challenging, but definitely doable. So anyways, this is my first podcast alone um, for this particular series. So yeah, Um, today we're going to be talking about Christmas stories from Christmas past. Um... Hmm. This one, seriously, like, I feel like I needed to do substantial research to, like, draw upon more stories. Because I feel like I have a lot of stories, but, like, over the years, my my 23 years, which is not that long, but I'm not a child anymore, so definitely recollection is is definitely challenging when you're trying to think of specific moments. So I'm just going to think about sort of the different things that stand out to me as, um, I don't know, like different, <clears throat> different cool Christmas moments. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's, let's just get, let's get straight into it. Um, we actually have a podcast coming up that's kind of revolving around, our favorite, like our best Christmas gift or gifts. I don't exactly know, but, um, so I'm going to kind of avoid those topics and just talk about, um, different things, different like memories that I have of the season. So I wanted to start off with, it's kind of a unique, um, part of my story is that most Christmases actually, Every single Christmas that I've ever spent has been in San Diego, which I think is kind of cool. Um, a lot of people tend to, you know, go to the same place over the years, but not everyone is in the same place every single year. Um, and so all of my family is actually in San Diego. So that's kind of cool. Um, I mean, I was born and raised in California. Technically, I was born in Irvine, but, you know, that's a technicality. So ultimately, I've spent most of my Christmases in San Diego. Um, so that's always exciting. Um, we never have a white Christmas, so that is a bummer. But it is nice because oftentimes, especially like right now, I'm I'm almost going to guarantee it's going to be like 80 degrees and beautiful um, on Christmas Day, which <laughs> there's not many places besides like Hawaii and like islands um, where that's the case. Uh, so it's kind of an interesting Christmas. Um, I think the Hawaiians call it a green Christmas, which I would not, I would call it a brown Christmas if we were being really specific and, uh, descriptive (laughs) because we live in a desert, let's be real. Um, and we haven't had a drop of rain in several months, but, uh, yeah, so it's definitely a different vibe. Um, I think some of my best memories, uh, one in particular that stands out and it happens to be, 
the time, let's see, it was 2011, I believe. Yeah. Um, and my entire family, I'm uh, not entire family, but my cousins from the East coast, um, actually came into town and their grandparents on their other, on their, um, their mom's side, um, also came into town. And so we had like this giant celebration. Um, and then I had some friends that, um, also joined in. It was really awesome. Really great time with people. Uh, it was, I got my first ever GoPro before they became a big thing. This really awesome ocean photographer named Aaron Chang actually hooked me up. Um, actually he talked to my dad and basically my dad bought the, um, his used version one, um, GoPro. Uh, so kind of cool, fun fact, Unfortunately, I was a dum-dum and put it on a foam board and thought that it would stick on, like with one of those little mounts. Just just a disclaimer, and GoPro will verify this for you, but of course they like told me when it was too late. Um, the little sticky things are meant for hard boards. They're not meant for foam boards. So I lost that GoPro in the sea. Um not not like right after I got it, but maybe a couple months after. So sad story. But um, yeah, that was a really cool, really cool gift. But um, what sticks out uh, to me the most was probably spending getting to spend time with family. Um, and one thing that really sticks out was, um, gosh, so every once in a while, it's not a tradition, but if it's a really nice day, um, an evening, We'll go down to the beach um, as a family and watch the sunset. Um, that's something that we've done quite a few times. And this particular night, it was pretty nice. So we're like, let's go down to the beach. We had our whole family there. Um, it just was a really great moment. So we ha have all these beautiful pictures of my family on the beach um, out all together. And it was just like, there was this wicked sunset, like just insane, like mind-blowing it's one of those like mind-blowing sunsets where you're like oh my gosh I'm never gonna see something like this ever again and I just remember like that stuck in my mind and I still think about it to this day I have how like happy I was and how like it was like such a good moment um like right before you know kind of the end of high school and getting ready to move on to college so yeah, so that was a, that's a highlight, highlight story. Not really a funny story, um, but <laughs> I do have a funny story. Um, it's not that long, but I might as well just, you know, say it. Um, so my brother, he, he's a funny guy. Um, when he was younger, he would just say like, I don't even know. He would come up with these crazy like, you just never knew what he was going to say, essentially. Like, he just was a loose cannon. <laughs> and uh, I think, oh, yes, it was, he was really, really excited um, to open his presents, like any normal kid would. He was, he was probably, like, eight years old. And um, my, so it was kind of around this time that he was really, really into Legos. And so my grandparents um, went, like they kind of got his list and like his very top of his list was um, some sort of like uh, maybe the Millennium Falcon or I don't It was some sort of Star Wars something or other. And so um, they got it for him. 
Um, and basically, so we're all like waiting. We're all like, it's like the last present he's going to unwrap. And he unwraps it. It's like gigantic. And it's literally the size of him. And he's like holding it up. And he goes, like, he literally kind of like freaks out, like has like a gasp. But then he goes, Hallelujah, baby. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing ever. Um, oh man, we were just like, what in the world? Uh, it was, that was a good moment. Most definitely. Let's see. Another great one was the one time where we got leopard geckos from Santa. Um, I have to say my parents were very creative on how they stored the leopard geckos. Like, I don't even know like where the leopard geckos were for like, because I'm pretty sure they got them, like, maybe two weeks before Christmas. I don't know where they lived, but they were somewhere in our house. And I just find it, like, so funny that they were, like, housing geckos for, like, several weeks. <laughs> but that was amazing um, until one of them ate the other, basically. Um, or no, one of them ate the other's tail and then left him to die basically which is really morbid and sad but <laughs> it's okay uh he he passed away in peace so sad but oh gosh so many so many great great times um let me think i wrote on my phone um i don't know if you guys do this but i write like notes to myself um, on my notes app on my phone and it literally saves my butt because like half of these pod no let's be real all of these podcasts are on my notes app like I just have a whole record of all of them it's great let's see oh so this could okay so on Christmas Eve we have a tradition where after our church service is done, we get together with three other families and um, basically we like switch off who hosts and um, we celebrate, have dinner um, and generally we'll exchange like a few gifts, um, nothing crazy fancy. It's like little things. Um, but the like special part about it when we were younger, at least, was Santa came so the first year they did it, they actually, I, I think they hired, no, they got a neighbor to come over and deliver presents, um, literally in, in full attire. Um, I remember I was like, oh my gosh. And then I think he like tried to play it off as he was an, a Christmas elf that was sent I don't know something like he was sent by Santa because I was like wait that can't be Santa because he's not here yet but so basically I don't think we ever had anybody after that but then after that my our parents would go through extensive like an extensive process to figure out a way um to have them like arrive at our doorstep and like the doorbell ring with like nobody there obviously and like basically they would like choreograph this whole thing to where it would actually seem like Santa left them. So they go through all this trouble to do it. Um and they only had to do that a couple of years because at the, by by the, you know year 5 of us meeting um we were already kind of like most of like the older kids were old enough to like know like yeah that's not a thing. 
Um, but we wanted to keep the tradition going. So for the younger kids, us older kids would scheme and figure out a way, like it would get bigger and bigger every year of like, how can we make this very believable without having to appear as Santa Claus? And so I remember there was one year where we're like, okay, we need to outdo ourselves. Like we, we need to like, it was kind of right at the cusp of, um, when my brother and um, one of the other kids that's in our group, um, were they were kind of on the cusp of, like, figuring it out, but they weren't quite there yet. So we wanted to, like, really, like, go big or go home, essentially. So we, like, got all of the gifts together, um, put them in, like, a sack, uh, and then we made, like, this, like, special fancy letter with, like, a reason of, like... I think it was like we we wrote down like something to where it uh, would like convince them essentially that like Santa had been there and like to kind of like prove that he was here. And I remember I like I literally burned um, I, li- I set a piece of paper on fire like a total idiot um, to make it like look like I I have no idea what I was trying to go for like the aged look I have no clue like a scroll. And, um, we were, we got like so into it and we like put it all together. And then I kid you not, we threw the presents off of the roof (laughs) and it was hilarious because I think in the, somehow in the process, one of the two boys saw one of us like carrying out the charades and they figured it out. So like we, we went a little too far and got caught, but it was pretty funny, and we all we all still talk about it. It's um, a great memory. So I just took a little five-minute break to go watch some old video clips, and I just remembered a awesome story that's pretty great. Um, so uh, in 2008, my uh, whole family... This was kind of, it wasn't until recently um, that we started buying gifts for everybody. But back in the day, um, at least the adults would all choose out of a hat um, one person in our group. And it's both sets of grandparents, my dad's sister and her husband, and then my mom and dad and brother. So it's a good group of us. Um, And so... This particular year, um, for whatever reason, my uh, when we were exchanging gifts, everyone kind of gets their gifts laid out before um, they start opening. And we're looking around and we're like, huh, um, Aunt Maureen's gift is not is is nowhere to be found. Like that's kind of weird. Like maybe it got misplaced. Um, so everyone's kind of confused. <laughs> and then um, we start asking around, we're like, okay, um, did somebody forget the present? And everyone went around in a circle and was like, I have this person, I had this person. And we get to my grandma and she goes, I had Bob, which is my grandpa, which is her husband. And then my, gets to my aunt and my aunt's like, I had dad, AKA Bob. And she was like, wait. And so we're like, wait a minute. Um, and she's like, no, I'm pretty sure like everyone was very confused. And then she was like, oh, (laughs) 
oops. <laughs> and just kind of like laughed it off. And my aunt was not happy. And I don't think, I mean, I would, I felt really bad. I was like, oh my gosh, like getting forgotten on Christmas is probably like, as a small child, like that was probably like my biggest fear in life, which, wow, I miss those days when that was my biggest fear. But uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. So it was just that realization that hit her like, oh my gosh, you forgot me on Christmas. <laughs> and she would not let my grandma live that down. And oh my gosh, it was pretty funny. Because in the video, you see her like totally pissed. And then my grandma's just in the background, just like, oh yeah, oops, silly me. And just like laughing, which is pretty great. <laughs> Gotta love grandma. She's amazing. So many great stories. Um, oh man. But it's funny because my brother comments and he goes, um, be expecting something in the mail. <laughs> We're like, what? And he was like, he was little. He was like seven at the time or six or seven. Um, it's pretty funny. All right. This story actually reminds me of last year. Um, I don't know how I forgot this one. This one's hilarious, but um, so another forgetful grandma story. We love her and she's great, but there's always those moments of, you know, you just forget stuff. I do it all the time, but for whatever reason, this plagues her every single time we have some sort of family get together. It's pretty funny. So, um, basically we all have Amazon wish lists, um, with my family, uh, just so we can kind of know, engage like what everybody sort of kind of wants so we can get a better idea of what to get them. And so, um, when my grandma was shopping for my dad, um, she looked at his Amazon wish list. Um, didn't really consult with him, just looked it up and bought a couple of things on there. Um, <clears throat> and so when she hands the present to my dad, uh, he starts opening, um, and he opens up and he, sees like it's a comb like the first gift is literally a comb and he's looking at it he like opens it and it's like it opens up like a switchblade and we're like what so it's like a really dramatic switchblade comb like you know for probably best suited in the 50s when you you know greased back your hair and you need a comb like it was super funny we're like oh like i i thought it was a joke i think he thought it was a joke we're like oh that's kind of funny grandma like haha um he continues to open his next present and unwraps it and it's even more confusing it's a playstation controller and we at the time only had an xbox one so we're like, we don't even have a PlayStation 4 controller. And at this point, my dad goes, um, mom, uh, were these on my, Am are, were you looking at the right Amazon wish list? Because I didn't have any of these on there. And she's just laughing. She's like, of course, like, you know, I looked it up. It's Shauna M. Gilday. Like, that's you. And, and he's like, that's weird because I think my wish list is called something slightly different. So we go on Amazon, look up Sean M. Gilday. It's literally an eight-year-old child in probably Minnesota who thought that he was getting his PlayStation 4 controller and Switchblade comb. But in fact, my dad got it. So it was pretty hilarious. We just laughed. Um... So just a little a little side note for those of you um, looking at Amazon wishlist, double check 
maybe with the person and make sure that it's the right one or just verify with common knowledge of, hmm, would they want a Switchblade comb or a PlayStation 4 controller when they don't have one? You know, just some things, some things to think about. But (laughs) yeah, that was a great moment in Christmas history. Oh man. Well, I think I'm going to leave it at that, uh, wrap this podcast up. Um, but yeah, get excited for the upcoming podcast. Um, we're going to have some more Christmas themed things, um, some more memories. We're going to be diving in some, to some of our favorite Christmas gift stories, um, traditions, cool new Christmas music, which you guys might be excited about because if you're like me, I love the classics to death. But also, it drives me a little bit not so when I hear it like so much, and it's it's almost like okay, I've heard it a bili- like a billion times, and it's like a little too much Christmas. So it's always nice to have a new Christmas um, playlist for the year or for the Christmas season. So we're gonna be coming at you with some cool new tunes. Um, yeah, so get excited for that. Um, should be pretty awesome. And Mary and I will be back on tomorrow. So we will talk at you soon. With that, have a good morning or a good night wherever you are. And we will see you later. Bye. So I want to end with one last little... stupid trash can people outside gosh jangling all over the place anyhow so I want to leave you guys with one last little story or I guess more so memory for me um something that I really really oh gosh like I I remember oh my gosh Seriously, trash cans? Uh, This is what I get for recording on a trash night.